Welcome back, everybody, to Ty Loves Movies. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys have all been listening to uh, my previous episodes. Um, really means a lot that you that everybody is uh, listening and supporting me and my podcast. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very grateful, and I just wanted to spread the love back. We've been getting some good traction with some people uh, since I started the podcast. That's been wonderful. Um, as of today, just uh, started up a uh, an Instagram. Actually, I think it was technically yesterday, uh, or no, no, it was today. It was today. Um, I think. Either way, sometime within the last 24 hours, started up a podcast. Or, jeez started up an Instagram for for the podcast, so you can check that out. Uh, the link for the Instagram page will be in the description box below. Um, but yeah, so just wanted to uh, say thank you all for uh, listening and supporting. Um, I really hope you guys are liking what you're hearing so far, and I do plan on, you know, uh, keeping it going and just planning on... Uh, Improving things as I go. Again, still early on. I'm still trying to get a, a hang of this podcasting thing, but I really love it, and I love being able to do what I do, and I hope that one day I can just do this all the time, you know, not just a once-a-week sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, the more you guys listen in, the uh, more likely of a chance that that will happen. So it uh, really means a lot, and uh, thank you. But anyways, so uh, it is... For me, right now, as of my recording, it's 10.52 on uh, Sunday, and I'm currently watching my recent comfort movie, one of my all-time favorites, the very underrated Matrix Reloaded. Um, I don't know why I've been... like I've always, always loved Matrix Reloaded. I stand by the fact that I think it is one of the most underrated sequels ever made. Uh, it truly baffles me that this movie did not receive the love that it so rightfully deserves. Um... But yeah, I, I don't know why I've just been, it's been like my comfort movie. I just like having it on, you know, I could just have it on, uh, any point during the day. It just always makes me happy to watch. So currently watching this and I was, uh, struggling to come up with an episode to talk about this week, but then it just sort of hit me. Um, <laughs> it seems like I was, I was setting this up to be a, a matrix podcast episode, but believe me, there will be plenty of those, uh, over, over time uh, i will i could talk for hours about the matrix franchise but actually i wanted to talk about something it's uh, else instead because the over the past couple weeks now um we've been getting blessed with some very big horror movie news so for those of you who don't know me i am a very very big horror movie lover so i love the halloween franchise i love friday the 13th nightmare on elm street um Saw, I'm a big, big, big Saw fan. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I'm, I love horror movies. I very, very much love horror movies. I love all the big horror franchises, um, like the Chucky films. I love Child's Play. Um, so, uh, the past like week or two, we've been getting some some very interesting horror movie crumbs for the future. Um, so I wanted to kind of break down some of these things and give my thoughts and feelings on them. So first I'm going to start with uh, just the other day, I believe, it was announced that there is going to be a 10th Saw film. So I am a very, 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 very big Saw fan. I have a very long history with the Saw films and the, the franchise itself. Um, yeah, uh, let me think. I, I'm trying to think back. So I remember when the first film came out, I was about 
eight, I think, eight or nine. Yeah, let me reset that. My parents refused to let me watch the film because they thought like it would just be too intense for me at that age, which was pretty ironic considering like I'd seen a lot more uh, intense intense movies and really probably inappropriate movies for somebody that age uh, before I'd ever watched Saw, but that was just one they didn't want me to watch. Um, but I remember them watching it and them being like really into it, and then um, I was I was living in Japan at that point, and then I ended up when I ended up coming back to uh, the United States, because my, my dad was in the military, so I was living overseas for a little bit. But when I came back to the United States, um, the third Saw movie was coming out. And I remember like back before I really discovered IMDb and uh, YouTube, I was usually watching like upcoming trailers and clips through like Yahoo movies. So like that was like my big go-to. So I remember like watching all of like the Saw 3 trailers and the clips and everything. Um, and I just got like really, really excited. But again, I was kind of at that age where like I, I didn't have access to watch these movies just yet. Like the way, you know, like this was like before the big streamers took off. So um, it it wasn't as easy for me to, to, to get access to watching movies like Saw. Um, and then I remember, like, the next year, they made this, the fourth Saw film, and I was like, whoa, like, that's that's really crazy. Like, they, they made another one. Um, and then I kind of just forgot about the franchise, really, because at that point, I really hadn't, um, I really hadn't watch them you know i i know i knew of them and i knew that i really wanted to get into them but i never had actually gotten a chance to watch them yet and so then in it was halloween 2008 i remember going to the movies with my best friend at the time and i remember walking in and seeing this really awesome looking poster and it got me really excited because it was a poster for saw five and I, I don't know what it was, I, but this is just one of those uh, magical moments that I feel like people can have at the movie theaters that really gets them excited about the future of, of cinema. Um, again, you know, I guess in this case for me, I, I was a 13-year-old boy at the time, or about to be 13, and I'm seeing a poster for a, a, the fifth entry in a horror franchise, but it just got me really, really excited, and I was like, holy crap, like... I, I don't know what it was if it was just like me going into the theater and I was with my best friend and we were going to see a movie we were really excited to see and I just see this this cool cool poster it was just like the perfect teaser like it just was telling you just enough without really telling you anything at all um you have to check it out it's just a, it's a picture of uh one of the main characters of the franchise uh, wearing a mask of Jigsaw's face. It's just so cool. And it just has the Roman numeral uh, for five, which the Saw franchise uses the Roman numerals for their sequels, which I thought was really cool. Um, but yeah, after that point, I was like, okay, like I need to be, I need to be more involved with the, the Saw franchise. Like I was, I seen some stuff like clips and trailers and everything like that, but I'd never actually gotten to like watch the movies. So uh, from that point on, I would become a diehard soft uh, lover. So um, I'd watched all the movies like <laughs> a ridiculous amount of times. I started getting involved with the IMDb message boards and House of Jigsaw uh, back when IMDb uh, had message boards and back when House of Jigsaw was a thing that was like, uh, basically it was like a Saw um, message board, like just a whole website devoted to the Saw films and the fans of the, of the uh, of these films. I met a lot of really cool people through there. So shout out to all of the um, OG uh, House of Jigsaw uh, members and, and the IMDb 
board members. Uh, very, very special time in my life. So shout out to all of you. I love you. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I seen the, I'd seen Saul six in theaters with my dad and I loved it. I, I thought it was just so, so good. And it's really one of the favorites of the franchise by, uh, for, according to a lot of fans, including myself, like we all agree that Saul six is arguably the best sequel out of the entire bunch. Um, and so I, I just, was so so happy with Saw Six. It was so intense. It was just great. The director Kevin Groydert, um, he had been the editor of the franchise up until that point, and then he took over directing, and he just knocked it out of the park. Um, then uh, they'd had Saw Seven that was supposed to be coming out, you know, the next year because uh, Saw films had this, you know, this this history of they'd release every Halloween, and they did from 2004 when the first film came out all the way up to 2010, which is when the quote unquote last film came out, um, which eventually ended up being called Saw: The Final Chapter. Also, Saw 3D, but we don't really talk about that. But, um, but yeah, so big big fan of the Saw films, um, but. Over the years, uh, my my love for these films really started to kind of um, drop um, because as great as Saw Six was, and uh, as excited as um, I was for like the final chapter, you know, the the, the film that was going to wrap up this whole storyline, because it was just this very big puzzle essentially um, that was unfolding with each chapter. Even though, uh, spoiler alert for those who haven't watched these films, but Jigsaw's been dead since Saw Three, so. It had been this very interesting story that was unfolding of just seeing how this 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 story continues without the character of Jigsaw still being alive. Um, but there was a, a bit of drama with Saw 7, a.k.a. Saw the final chapter, a.k.a. Saw 3D. So um, I, I, f- I thought this was really, really crazy at the time. And I mean, looking back on it, it still kind of is. It's kind of really crazy but um so saw six as i'd mentioned earlier was directed by the very wonderful kevin Groydert, who uh like i'd mentioned was the editor for all of the saw films up until the sixth one and sixth one he was the director for um so he was supposed to direct saw six and then he was going to go on and direct the sequel to paranormal activity so at the time uh the paranormal activity franchise uh i think the movie was made like the first paranormal activity movie was made i believe in like 2007 but it released uh theatrically in 2009 so its main competition was saw six um and so I believe that Saw 6 was the first entry in the Saw franchise that didn't open number one at box office because everybody went to see uh, Paranormal Activity instead of going to see Saw like they do every Halloween. So uh, Saw 6, uh, I don't believe it was like a flop because they make these movies really cheap and they always make a pretty penny at box office, even if it's not like these huge, huge hits. Um, but they still, they're, they're definitely successful at box office. But I think that with with 6, I think they were just expecting it to do a little better um, and considering that it was the first film in the franchise that didn't open number one at box office. I think it was seen as kind of a disappointment like box office wise just con- compared to what they were hoping it would have been but the thing was it was very very well received by the fans um which you know kind of the most important part there but uh even the critics uh 
the critics haven't necessarily ever been kind to the Saw franchise, unfortunately. But uh, I think even with six, you know, they they definitely like they they treated it, I think, as well as the critics uh, as to be expected with the critics. Like they, uh, I think, even they were in agreement that this was one of, if not the better, uh, best sequel of the franchise. Um, so. Because of that, because uh, Saw Six was very, very well received by by the the fans, and um, the critics were even digging it more so than they they had with some of the previous Saw entries. Um, the producers of the Saw films, um, uh, Oren Kules, I think is how you pronounce his name, and Mark Berg and Greg Hoffman. Well, Greg Hoffman had sadly passed away years ago, but I think it's really cool that he's still considered a producer on, on all of the films. He he died, I believe, uh, before the third film was released, and uh, so I think that's it's really awesome that he's still considered one of the producers. Um, but anyways, uh, so Oren and um, Jason they um what should we call it uh not Oren Jason Oren and uh Mark Oren and Mark sorry I don't know where I got Jason from but Oren Kulis and Mark Berg the producers um of the Saw franchise they they decided to kind of change up their plans for what Saw 7 was going to be originally so um so Kevin Groydert directed Saw 6 beautifully, and then was going to go off and direct the sequel to Paranormal Activity. Um, David Hackle, who was the production designer for, I believe, Saw's 2 through 4, I, I think. I don't know if he was uh, the production designer on the first Saw film. I want to say he wasn't, but I think he's been the production designer crafting all the sets um, for these movies since the second film he directed saw five and he was originally slated to direct saw seven um so he'd been doing all of this uh pre-production work getting everything ready for the shoot um that because i believe they they usually shot the saw films like in the beginning half of the year so that way they had time to you know touch it up in post-production do all the editing and whatnot so it'd be ready by october so I think it was in January of 2010, um, right before they were about to start shooting Saw 7, um, uh, Oren Kules and Mark Berg decided to pull a fast one on on everybody. So uh, I guess Kevin Groydert was contractual... Con- eh, I'm going to butcher this word contractually obligated to uh direct more than one saw film if the producers felt um that was needed so due to uh the success um amongst the fans of saw six and how everybody was impressed with kevin Groydert's um directing for that film um and a lot of a lot of the fans were kind of underwhelmed with the fifth franchise or for the fifth entry of the franchise so saw five was kind of a letdown for a lot of people um so i guess in in the producer's mind they thought well okay well if if this guy kevin Groyder, you know if everybody's loving his everybody loved what he did with six and not everybody loved what they did what david hackle had done with with saw five um 
now we're about to lose Kevin to go do uh, another paranormal activity movie. And that, that movie's like this franchise is now like our biggest competition. Well, uh, why don't we just have Kevin do Saw 7 instead of David? Uh, you know, like, why, why can't we just do that? I mean, we have him under contract. So, you know, if we really wanted to, we could, uh, you know, just con- he's contractually obligated to do it. So that's what they ended up doing. Uh, and it was really, really crazy. Um, so I, I, I talked, uh, a couple of weeks ago about the whole situation with, uh, the DC films and the whole Justice League fiasco and then, you know, the whole Batgirl fiasco. Uh, but this, this was kind of like the Justice League scenario before, uh, before Justice League, at least for me, um, because it was just such a fucking, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just shocking. Uh, nobody at that time was ever expecting that to actually happen. It was kind of one of those things where it was like, all of us were kind of hoping that, you know, uh, Kevin Groydert would do another Saw film because of just how well he did uh, with Saw 6. But at the same time, you know, like, uh, David Hackle did not, I mean, it's, he's, I don't, I don't want to say he's a bad filmmaker. He's definitely not. It's just um, Saw 5 wasn't as good as, you know, we would have liked it to have been. Um, and so it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, like we would have preferred Kevin Greuter direct Saw 7 from the start. But since that wasn't happening, it was like, okay, you know, let's see what he does with Paranormal Activity 2. Let's hope that, you know, David Hackle has like this, this uh, redemption shot of doing uh, Saw 7. Um, but so the fact that they, they did this bait and switch the very last second and really, uh, really kind of made things crazy going into production. Um, it was very, it was a very mixed bag. Um, so I felt really terrible for David Hackle. I mean, the guy had been working hard for months, uh, probably maybe, I don't even know how long he was attached to do seven. I imagine it was a little while considering, um, he'd finished, you know, saw, saw five came out in 2008 and saw, um, saw seven came out in 2010. So I'm assuming from like some point after saw five's release in 2008, between, uh, the beginning of 2010 is when, you know, David Hackle was, had been working on, uh, on, uh, saw seven. I, at least that's, that's my assumption. Um, it's been a little while since all of this has happened, but Um, yeah, I mean, it just, it sucked because, you know, for him to get taken off the movie like that, just completely out of nowhere. And then for Kevin Greuter to kind of be forced back into, into doing this job that, you know, I don't want to say he didn't want to do, but it was like, he was going to go off and do paranormal activity too. Like he was prepping up to do that. David Hackle was prepping up for Saul seven. And then both of them were, were pretty much fucked over. Um, and as the result of it, we ended up getting a really, really shitty Saw film. Like this was supposed to be like the, the big crown jewel of the franchise. You know, it, it was bringing Dr. Gordon back after all of these years, like every, every Saw fan alive had been waiting for Carrie Elways to return as Dr. Gordon to figure out what finally happened to him after all of these years. And it was going to tie up all of the story threads, everything that we'd been, um, really uh, anticipating about this franchise and it's like the last second you just you pull this this 
out of nowhere bait and switch and fuck over two filmmakers that you're that have been established in this franchise for years and then as a result of that you know you you end up with a with a shitty product that really divided so many fans so many people were let down like i think it was one of those things where in the moment we were kind of like okay cool awesome you know this this happened ah finally we get the answer to this but then you look back on it after you watch it you're just like oh man like that was um that was uh not so good so that whole thing, that whole fiasco really soured my, my love for the Saw films for a little while. But um, yeah, and uh, for a while, uh, the films took a nice little break. Uh, and then back in 2017... Um, you know, I thought the I thought the franchise was done, um, but the producers had even mentioned after Saw Seven had came out that you know, even though they they were intending for Seven to be the last movie, because you know horror movies do that shit all the time. Oh, the final chapter, Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter, whatever. Um, it's always bullshit. Like the <laughs> final destination, the 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 final chapter, um. It's that's another huge franchise I'm a fan of. Um yeah, it's it's never actually the final chapter, but um but yeah, they the producers had mentioned that, you know, if there were any ideas out there they for uh, a sequel to the franchise, you know, they would consider it. Um and so lo and behold, uh back in twenty seventeen we got Jigsaw. Now that was a that was a film that I was pretty uh I was pretty excited for because, you know, big fan of the Saw franchise, but I kind of went into it very, um, very, uh, cautiously because after, after Saw 7 came out and I just was so disappointed and just so let down, um, I really didn't have, uh, I didn't really have high hopes for this, for this film. I just felt like, okay, you know what? The franchise is done. Let's just leave it be. Um, and then when I heard that they were bringing it back, uh, and you know, they got Tobin Bell coming back as, as Jigsaw. Um, I was like, okay, you know, like maybe there's, there's something here. Um, and the crazy thing is even Kevin Greuter ended up coming back. Uh, he came back as the, uh, as the editor for, for Jigsaw. So I thought that was really cool. Um, but, uh, I, I enjoyed Jigsaw, but I didn't love it. And I felt like it was, it, it kind of just made me feel like it reinforced my, my feelings about the franchise as somebody who deeply, deeply loved this franchise where I'm just like, okay, you know what? I, I think we need to put this, this story to rest. Like we had a good run, everybody, but it's time for these movies to, to end, or at least this particular story to end. Uh, I'll kind of, uh, I'll circle back to this later, but, uh, about my, my personal thoughts on where the franchise should go. I'll come back to it. But, um, yeah, so Jigsaw came out in 2017. Um, didn't really care for it. I don't think, I don't really think a lot of, uh, the hardcore Saw fans, uh, from back in the day, I don't think, uh, I don't think many of them really, really cared for it. Just kind of felt the same way I did. It's like, okay, you know, this exists. Awesome. Uh, you know, we'll see where they go with it. If they, you know, intend on following this up. And then the years passed and there wasn't really much of it. And then Chris Rock out of nowhere was like, Hey, I'm a huge Saw fan. Like, how about I make one of these? And uh, I think he pitched the a story to the producers and, um, they got a script going with, um, uh, Josh Stolberg and Pete Goldfinger. They'd, uh, they'd written, um, I think they wrote Piranha 3D, the, the Piranha 3D movies. Um, 
So they'd written those and they'd written Jigsaw and then they came back uh, and wrote uh, Spiral the, uh, from the Book of Saw. So uh, it was like this kind of spinoff slash sequel that came out. Um, when did that come out? That came out last year, right? Yeah, 2021. Um, and I thought like, oh, okay, like this is cool. Chris Rock's a Saw fan. And, uh, the, but even crazier was that uh, Darren Lynn Bowsman, the director of Saw's 2 through 4, he came back to direct Spiral. So I felt like, wow, you know, that's that's pretty cool that Darren Lynn Bowsman is coming back to, to the Saw franchise. Um, and, you know, that Chris Rock was like this passionate fan and Samuel Jackson was in the movie with him. Like, I just like, okay, that's cool. Um, and I, I enjoyed Spiral. I think I enjoyed Spiral more than I enjoyed um, Jigsaw. But it, again, it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, mm-hmm, did this, did like this need to be uh, did this need to be a Saw film, even though it's like, it's, it's, I guess technically in name, it's a Saw film because it takes place in this universe. And like the, the story is inspired by the events from the franchise and whatnot, but it's not really a Saw film. And even Darren Lynn Bowsman doesn't really consider it a, a Saw film, like per se, cause it's, it's very much, uh, a, a different kind of, um, horror movie, I guess you could say. Um, but, yeah, so I, I guess it's just, it's interesting where this, this franchise has gone over the years, where, you know, Jigsaw was like this step in a different direction, and then uh, Spiral was this even bigger step in a whole other direction, um, and now we've got uh, a 10th Saw film that's officially announced to come out um, next Halloween, so Halloween uh, 2023, uh, so... Uh, yeah, we'll have a new Saw film coming out next year um, with Kevin Gordert coming back to direct, which is just crazy to me uh, that he um, he's coming back to direct. Like, it's cool that he came back to edit Jigsaw, um, but now, like, he's back in the director's chair for, for this new Saw film. I, I just, like, that, that really gives me high hopes, considering, like, all the shit he had to deal with coming back to the franchise with Saw 7 as director, um, for, for him to come back. And just like it did with uh, Darren Lynn Bowser, it was like, for him to come back to the franchise really says that, like, you know, there, there's something here. Like, this isn't just like, oh, yeah, you know, like, whatever, I'll do it, I guess. Like, um, but yeah, so the fact that Kevin Gorder is coming back to direct this new Saw film is really fucking awesome. Um, and I, I believe that... Um, Josh Stolberg and Pete Goldfinger are, are going to be the writers again because after it was announced that they were going to be doing this new Saw film, uh, Josh Stolberg had, had said something on Twitter uh, that I, I guess was him confirming that he's going to be writing the film um, with, with his partner, Pete Goldfinger, his writing partner, Pete Goldfinger. So, um, yeah, that'll, that'll be cool. Um, I will say this, though. I mean, I think... Uh, I, I follow them on social media, or at least I follow Josh Stolberg on social media, and uh, he seems like a really cool guy, very passionate about film, but I will say that I feel like my biggest issue with, with these uh, newer Saw entries after Saw 7 ha- has been the scripts. I think there's been some, some very interesting concepts and ideas um, in, in these recent entries, but I just, I feel like the script has been, like, the scripts are these more recent entries have kind of just been lacking something that I feel like, um, the original movies really, uh, I don't know. They've something that worked with the original saw films, like saws one through seven, um, 
I don't know. I just feel like something something's missing with it. I, I can't quite put my finger on it, but um, hey, again, you know, the fact that uh, Kevin Groydert is coming back to do this and the producers are still, uh, they still haven't given up on Saw after all of these years. Um, I don't know. It's a promising, promising times ahead. So I'm, I'm very excited to see where that goes. Um, and I'm curious to learn more about like what the story is going to be um, as it gets closer to production and closer to the release next year. Um, so yeah, that was a very uh, exciting piece of news that um, really had me hyped up. But uh, we've got some other um, we've got some other horror uh, news that I that I want to cover. So uh, another big horror movie that I really really love is a movie called The Strangers which came out back in 2008. Um, that movie scared the bejesus out of me when I was a kid. Like, that movie terrified me. It is so, so, so good. Uh, I very much recommend that you all watch it if you haven't already. Just just kind of brace yourself, because, like, seriously, like, uh, I, I don't consider myself one to be scared easily, but, my God, like, that movie is just so tense. It's so intense. Um, yeah absolutely love the strangers um where was i going with that (laughs) um yeah love the strangers um i remember that they were going to make a sequel to it years and years ago because the first strangers came out in 2008 and i think the sequel they were they there was a script for a second movie um and it was the movie was going to come out in 2010 but something ended up happening and i think the project was just shelved so uh i I remember reading uh, i think like an early draft of the script that had leaked online um i remember i remembered reading it i was like oh like there's some really interesting stuff in here um and then it just never ended up going anywhere and then lo and behold like eight years later um uh stranger sequel strangers uh oh god what is it called strangers is it pray at night um jeez you'd, you'd think uh you'd think i would uh i would know this but um yeah yeah strangers pray at night that's it um so yeah that movie came out in uh in 2018 and I thought that was a very pleasant surprise because um, I I felt like I, I didn't really know what I was going to be in for when uh, I'd heard that they were making a, a second Strangers movie after all of this time. Um, so I, I went in kind of cautious, but I ended up really loving it. Like, I just felt like it was such a fucking blast. Uh, and when I saw it in theaters, it was just so, I don't know, it was just such a fun time. Um very intense like the first one but it definitely felt more like an old school kind of traditional horror movie like back from like the 70s 80s like that era so i thought that was really really cool um yeah so i i felt like the strangers sequel was a was a very very pleasant surprise but uh given the way it ended i didn't think that there was going to be uh anything anything more to it uh because spoiler alert um all three of the strangers get killed all of them so uh you know that was uh that was something i i did not expect them to to go that route uh because i remember as i was watching the the movie strangers pray at night i remembered back from when i'd read the original script for it uh way back in the day like over 10 years ago i think at that point um maybe it wasn't that long but uh it was it had been a while when i'd read the original strangers 2 script uh and uh 
there's some, there were some elements to that original script that were carried over into um into the the Pray at Night movie, like it was set at like a trailer park, and I believe at least one of the strangers had gotten killed. I think um I think it was Pinup Doll. I think she was always gonna die. Uh, I think she'd gotten killed by the police, though, in the original script. But, um, yeah, so I, I kind of, I wasn't too surprised, I guess, when they killed Pinup Dogs. I was like, okay, well, you know, I think that was always, that was always the, the plan for that character for the sequel. Um, I don't remember if anyone else died. I knew the man with the mask had, had survived the original, um, in the original Strangers 2 script. Um, so when they killed all three, in pray at night i was like holy shit like that's a it's a little bold because you know horror movies don't they don't really like to have endings as you know like for example with the saw franchise you know that is just a franchise that will not end for better or worse it will not end so horror movies and franchises they like to have uh they like to keep their options open because horror movies are typically very successful especially um for the bigger franchise films like halloween friday 13th all that so you know they they never really want to end those those kinds of movies so um it really surprised me when they they went all out and killed all three of them because they're like okay well i guess that's the end of that so you know no more strangers so okay cool whatever but then um a couple weeks ago uh roy lee a producer one of the original producers of um of the strangers the first strangers film back in 2008 he announced that um there are going to be three new strangers movies coming out and that they're going to be going into production next month so in september and uh apparently i i think from what i've so from what i've heard from what people have been reporting um I think Bloody Disgusting had reported this. Uh, director Rennie Harlan, he's the director of movies like Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Exorcist the Beginning, uh, one of my all-time favorite movies, uh, Deep Blue Sea, and Die Hard 2. Um, he is going to be the director of at least one, if not all three, of these upcoming Stranger sequels. Um, and uh, gotta say, I was not expecting this at all like i i really thought after strangers pray at night like strangers were done there weren't going to be any more movies um and if there were it would be like a remake you know 10 20 30 years from now whatever um but the fact that you know apparently the uh, the producer of these movies uh is is saying yep we're making three more uh we're going to be starting them sometime next month and um it's i guess uh you know Rennie Harlan is going to be directing at least one, maybe all three, but, um, yeah, so that's, that's about all we know as far as, um, as far as the, uh, Stranger sequels, but yeah, I think that's, uh, that's kind of fucking nutty, but I'm actually excited because like I said, you know, I, I love the, the first two Stranger films and, uh, I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with these next three films. Like, I don't know if it's going to be like, uh, maybe a prequels or like in between the first strangers and the second strangers or or what but hey i mean i'm 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 here for it so i guess we'll we'll i'll keep you guys posted as i know as i find out more about 
the Strangers movies, and same thing with uh with Saw Ten, whatever that will end up being called. Um, I'll keep you guys posted on that as uh as more information comes out over the months. Um, so yeah, so uh we got some Saw crumbs, we've got some Strangers crumbs, and then finally, uh, I'd say arguably the thing I'm most excited for, finally getting some friday the 13th crumbs so uh i mentioned uh, a minute ago about producer roy lee well he's also now um attached to an upcoming friday the 13th movie so uh the thing is over the years um first off huge friday the 13th fan like i think that's like that and halloween have always been my two favorite uh halloween franchises since or uh like horror movie franchise i should say since i was a little kid like jason and michael they've scared the shit out of me since i was a kid but they've always been my favorite and i think jason he's he's my number one he's my favorite uh michael myers close close second but anyways huge friday 13th fan um so over the years there's been some legal drama with the friday the 13th franchise between the original director of of the first friday the 13th movie um sean cunningham and the 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 original writer for the first friday the 13th movie victor miller so there had been this uh pretty nasty back and forth i think i thought uh, I, don't, I shouldn't say I think. I know it's been a pretty nasty back and forth between these two for, for a little while now over who has the rights to uh, to what with this franchise. Because I guess in uh, Victor Miller's mind, he's, he's like, you know, okay, well, I, I wrote the original Friday the 13th movie, so uh, I'm kind of like, I'm entitled to some of the rewards for where the franchise is gone. But... Uh, Sean Cunningham is like, whoa, 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 you know, like, but I'm the director and, you know, I've, uh, I think he's, I think he's, he's stuck with the franchise, um, over the years. So, uh, you know, there's, there's been like this, this legal battle between the two of them, or I think Victor Miller had sued Sean Cunningham or Sean Hunt Cunningham had sued Victor Miller. Uh, either way, regardless, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, there's been this lawsuit that's been going on between the two of these, uh, the two of them over the years. And as a result of this lawsuit, that has left the Friday the 13th franchise like uh, in limbo. Because uh, until this whole legal dilemma gets resolved, it's you kind like they kind of can't do anything with it. Because I think, um, I think uh, if I, if I have this right, I think, in the midst of all of this legal drama that had been going on, I think a judge had ruled that um, that Victor Miller, he's the writer of the original Friday the 13th movie, um, he, uh, he owns the rights to the original movie, which means, um, you know, like, he's got a right to the characters in that movie. But uh, Sean Cunningham, the director, uh, the judge gave him the rights to the character of adult jason who you know if for those of you who have seen the friday the 13th movies you'll know that uh jason wasn't the main killer in the original friday the 13th uh jason took over for his mother in the starting in the second movie uh we see we get a tease of him at the very end of the friday the 13th movie um but jason is like the you know he's known to be the big bad of the entire franchise like he is the the horror icon of the franchise, but Mrs. Voorhees was the original killer. So, uh, 
because we never saw adult Jason in the original Friday the 13th, and we only got little baby Jason, um, I guess the judge had decided that Victor Miller has the rights to baby Jason, but Sean Cunningham has the rights to big boy Jason. So because of that, it kind of it kind of leaves the franchise in a bit of a pickle because it's like, all right, well, if people the people that want a Friday the Thirteenth movie, you know, they want Jason. You know, they don't want they don't want little baby Jason. They don't want Mrs. Voorhees. You know, like they 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 want Jason. But um, you know, if if they can't if they can't come to an agreement because of this this legal battle of like all right well this person owns this character and these rights and this person owns those characters and those rights to the franchise then uh it's it's left the the franchise hanging and as a result we haven't gotten anything for jesus christ 13 years it's been 13 years since we got our last friday the 13th movie which was the 2009 uh reboot which by the way i was quite the fan of i very much love that movie um, very underappreciated in my opinion, not perfect. Um, but I, that was a, that was another one. Oh God. Like I, I remember it's one of those very distinct memories I have going into a theater. I, it was my 13th birthday I was seeing quantum of solace with a group of my friends at the time. Uh, and I, I remember just being like caught up in the, the that wave of the early two thousands horror movie sequels, like Texas chainsaw massacre, um, house of wax, the hitcher, um, and I just was thinking to myself, oh, Halloween, the Rob Zombie Halloween. Um, and I just remember thinking to myself, like, okay, well, when are they going to do that with uh, with Jason, you know, with Friday the 13th? And I, I remember um, going into the movie theater to go see Quantum of Solace. And the first poster I see, just like with Saw 5, it's just this beautiful teaser poster just giving you just enough but and, and telling you very little. All I see, this big black poster with a big white hockey mask in the center just faded out and you just see at the bottom friday february 13th 2009 oh god that was like the most beautiful thing i could have seen at the time i was so 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 excited that when i found out that my boy jared padalecki was going to be playing the lead character in this movie i had just become a fan of supernatural at that time so like I just, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was like, this is like heaven on earth to me. Like, my boy Jared is going to be the lead in in a Friday the 13th reboot, and he's going to go up against Jason Voorhees. You know, he's spent all these years fighting ghosts and demons and shit on Supernatural. Now he gets to fight Jason fucking Voorhees. Like, this is just, this is fucking awesome. So, um, so yeah, uh. God, I, I just, I was so obsessed with that movie when it had came out. I'd wish, I wish, 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 wish I got to see that in theaters. I really wish I did. But unfortunately, I did not. Um, maybe one day it'll get re-released and I'll go and see it. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I very much love that film. And uh, I remember just like with The Strangers, there was a sequel that was announced for it. And the producers were in the, they were getting the scripts ready to go. They were working with writers. And I believe, no, not believe, there was a, there was a script and it was leaked. And I, I, I guess what I should say is I believe that the script that was leaked was, was an official early draft of what would be the sequel to the Friday the 13th reboot. Um, and I remember reading it and I thought like, Oh, this sounds really cool. Um, there, there's something in it that I really didn't like. Um, but, and I seriously doubt they're, they're gonna, they're gonna end up going through with it. So I guess I'll say, it. uh, mm, no, let's just say, because I think about it, I'm like, I don't think I'd get in trouble for talking about this, but because like, it's not like I'm the one that leaked the script, but let's just say, uh, 
they they open the movie up doing something I really don't like. Uh, they killed a character that uh, I I very much enjoyed, very 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 much enjoyed. Um, but yeah, I seriously doubt now that uh, thirteen years have passed. They're they're not gonna go back and and like try and follow the original uh, reboot. They're I imagine that with this new project that's announced, they're gonna end up doing something new. Um, but kind of jumping ahead, back and forth a bit. But um, but yeah. So uh, there was there the original sequel for the Friday Thirteenth reboot was gonna come out sometime in twenty ten. They didn't really uh agree on the script that they wanted to use going forward. And then the project just ended up getting shelved and there had been no projects in development. Uh, we got an awesome Friday the 13th game, which is just so fucking cool. Um, but then when this whole lawsuit bullshit went down, uh, that the game got screwed over, any movies in development got screwed over because eventually they decided that they, um, they were going to do, I guess, another reboot of Friday the 13th. Um, and I don't remember if it was set in the 80s, uh, if it was kind of like going back and just doing like an 80s-themed Friday the 13th movie. But they got a really, really good writer on board to uh, to write the movie. And uh, his his name is Aaron Guzikowski, I think is how you pronounce it. He directed, or no, he didn't direct. He, he wrote one of the best films of the last 20 years. Beautiful movie by Denis Villeneuve uh, called Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal and Viola Davis. Just a, oh God. Please go and watch that movie if you haven't already. Beautiful, beautiful film. Um, Aaron Guzikowski, fantastic writer. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, if I am not mistaken, I could be dead wrong. So I'm going to uh, check myself before I before I make a fool of myself here. But um, I believe that um, that Aaron Guzikowski had done something with the Hannibal TV show. I think. No? No? Then who the hell am I thinking of? Uh, nope. Might have been because uh, I think one of the producers of the uh, the Friday 13th franchise, uh, the newer movie, uh, I think he, he was involved with the, the Hannibal franchise. So I don't really know where I came up with that. But anyways, uh, off track. Um, yeah, so really great writer was going to... Uh, he wrote a script for um, this Friday the 13th reboot that they were going to do, um, completely different from the 2009 one with Jared Padalecki. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, the director of the the Crazies remake that came out in 2010, that's another really underrated horror movie in my opinion. I really love the Crazies. Um, with uh, the very wonderful, always wonderful, Timothy Oliphant. And Daniel Panabaker, who was oh so excellent in Friday Thirteenth re- uh, reboot, um, yeah, I believe that the the director of that Breck Eisner, I think he was slated to direct this new Friday the Thirteenth movie with the the script by Aaron Guzikowski, and then that ended up getting shelved. And I don't remember if that was because of the lawsuit, if like they were gonna go into production with that and then because this lawsuit happened the whole thing had to be put on hold um and uh yeah that that really fucking bummed me out because i was so excited to finally be getting another friday the 13th movie um because i think this was all happening in like 2017 so this was five years ago eight years after the last friday the 13th friday the 13th movie eh, came out um and i i 
think it was I think it was after the movie had gotten shelved that a script had leaked. As as you guys can tell, I like reading scripts, and just so happens that uh, a lot of uh, horror movie scripts get leaked, and I just can't help myself from reading them. So I remember reading this this version of the scripts, and I think it might have been an early draft, but um, I remember reading it in a in a class i was taking a horror movie class at, at my college and uh we were supposed to be watching some movie and i just was in the back of the class on my phone just reading this friday the 13th script um and my t- my professor caught me and i talked to him after the class i was like hey look like i want you to know i wasn't just on my phone bullshitting like i was, I was i'm reading a horror movie script like you know I, I figured you of all people can appreciate this and he's like oh yeah that's cool so anyways um uh, but i read the script and i thought it was really fucking cool like there was a lot of cool shit in that that i'm like oh my god like i i'm I'm missing this like i want to see this i want to see this play out on the big screen and i'm like fuck like i'm not i'm not getting it and i don't know if i will get it if i'll ever get it um and i'm just getting real fucking sick and tired of uh friday 13th franchise screwing me over because i really really love this franchise and i've been very very overdue for some friday the 13th content especially since there, there haven't been any updates with the game because of all this this bullshit with the the lawsuit so i'm like all right like i want something going but uh apparently roy lee the same producer of the uh, strangers movies um he i guess is attached to a friday the 13th project uh and he said very recently as well i, I think the same time period he had announced the Stranger sequels. He said that there's uh, something that's going to be announced with the Friday the 13th franchise uh, sometime before the end of this year. And so that's that's all we know. Um, I know that years ago, I guess in the midst of all this legal drama, LeBron James was trying to get the rights to the Friday the 13th franchise. And he wants to do a movie, I guess. But uh, yeah, apparently there's some traction going. The fact that uh, Roy Lee is saying, hey, yeah, there's there's something coming, guys, but we can't talk about it right now, but uh, you'll probably hear about it sometime at the end of the year. Um, so yeah, that, <laughs> that makes me so fucking happy, and I'm so excited. I really, really hope that uh, it's officially announced. We're getting a new Friday the 13th project. I hope it shapes up to be something wonderful, uh, and I'm very, very, very excited. I hope that... Um, things are all good now between sean cunningham and victor miller and that you know all parties can can be at peace with each other and they make an awesome friday 13th movie that can lead to a new dawn for this franchise so um yeah i guess we'll we'll see uh sometime at the end of the year so um yeah very exciting uh very exciting times for uh horror movie lovers and um you know with uh we got Halloween Ends that's going to be coming out later this year, but I'm, I'm kind of holding off on going into the new Halloween movies and Halloween Ends. Uh, I want to save that for I, w- I want to save that for its own episode uh, closer to when uh, the movie comes out in October of this year. So not too much longer, but just want to hold off on going into that. Uh, and I'm probably going to hopefully have my buddy Tim on because uh, Tim is a very big Halloween fan like myself. So um, yeah, I hope that we can we can get together, we can record an episode together, we can give you all our thoughts on how Halloween has been handled over the years. But um, yeah, just figured I'd uh, I'd fill you all in on, on my love for horror movies and the exciting times um, for horror fans that are uh, coming up, you know, what the the bright future ahead for us. Um, but before I end, I do want to touch on uh, one thing. So 
uh, I started off talking about uh, the Saw franchise and my love for it, and you know I went on and on and on. And sorry if I was rambling a bit with all that, but I'm just I very much love that franchise, and there's a lot more I could go into about it. But um, I I will say this, you know, like I, I'm glad that they're still making Saw films because I really do love these films, and um, I love that you know I'm I'm really hoping that Tobin Bell is involved in uh in this upcoming Saw Ten, um because you know he's the he's the fucking OG. He's just the greatest. He is Jigsaw. Um and you know while we still are lucky enough to have him with us, I I'm glad that you know he's still an active part of the franchise because he is iconic, you know. Nobody else could do Jigsaw as well as he did. Um but all that being said, uh I've said this for a long time now and I think it was reaffirmed after I'd seen uh, Jigsaw back in 2017, where I'm like, okay, you know, it's cool that they're still attempting to kind of flesh out this story of John Kramer and slash Jigsaw and uh, all of his many apprentices from over the years of carrying out his, his will, his legacy of, uh, you know, um, placing people in these traps to make them appreciate their lives. Like, okay, I get it. It's cool. But honestly, you know, I, I'm very, I'm very iffy when it comes to reboots and remakes and sequels and whatnot. You know, I'm, I think, I think with horror, it's one thing. You know, uh, I think that there's a lot of wiggle room for people to get creative with sequels and remakes and whatnot. But at the same time, I do feel like it's become too trendy over the past 20, 30 years, um, where you know, there, there've been uh, remakes of, of classic films before, uh, like, you know, I don't, I don't know if uh, the casual everyday movie goer probably doesn't know this, but the, the, the thing movie that came out in the 1980s with Kurt Russell, that was a remake of, a of a movie that came out, I believe in the 40, no, 50s, 50s. Um, and the thing is just absolutely fantastic. Um, so, you know, there, there are good remakes and, uh, there are good horror remakes, um, but I do feel like it's just become too much of a trend, especially with the state that we're in creatively with Hollywood right now, where everything has to be uh, a part of a franchise, you know, uh, original content is really suffering in favor of just constantly rebooting, remaking, spinning, spinning off this, making a sequel to that. Uh, there's just a very big lack of originality. And so I'm always pushing for you know, new franchises to be started, you know, new stories to be created instead of going back and just taking this, the, the safe bet, um, you know, take the easy way out of just making a sequel to a, a film, uh, from ages ago or re reigniting a franchise from a long time ago, instead of just doing something new, but then I kind of sound like a, eh, I kind of jumbled my words there, but again, I, I don't know. I guess I sound like a hypocrite because here I am advocating for another Friday the 13th movie. I'm excited for more Stranger sequels, even though we really don't need them, and another Saw film. But, um, you know, I guess you can have it... Like, this is one of those things I feel like you can have it both ways. You could say, yes, I love these franchises, and of course I'm happy to see them going. But at the same time, I would love to see more original storytelling being done. I'd love to see new original horror movies getting, uh, you know really blowing up and maybe becoming a whole new franchise um you know that's always that's that's always wonderful um but in the case of saw i honest to god think that if i were in charge uh if i were running the show with uh mark berg and oren Coolis, um i would say 
let's just start fresh. Let's do a reboot of the Saw franchise and let's do a solid trilogy. Um, you know, there's, there was always this debate of, you know, whether the Saw movie should have stopped after the third one. Um, because they, you know, they've just been going on and on ever since, um, and especially with the way Saw Three had ended, and the fact that you know the original creator of the Saw films, uh, Lee Winnell, uh, he he'd created Saw with with James Wan. Um, you know, Lee Winnell and James Wan had kind of had stepped away from the franchise after after Three. Uh, James was the original director, co-created the the or co-wrote the story with Lee Winnell. Um, you know, they were they were the creators of Saw. Uh, James didn't direct any of the sequels, but Lee, he was the writer for Saw 2 and 3, as well as the, the first one, of course. Um, so, uh, because of that, there was always this big, uh, this, this big debate as to whether or not the franchise should have just ended at 3, you know, just leave it in a nice little trilogy with Jigsaw dying at the end of 3. It's just like, okay, you know, there didn't need to be any more. Um, and so I think now it's reached the point where I'm just like, you know, I, I guess we'll see how Saw 10 turns out. Again, I have high hopes for it. The fact that Kevin Goydert's coming back speaks volumes. Um, but uh, I guess we'll see how this goes. But honestly, though, I, I do think that I, if if I were to be in charge, I would say, how about we just do a, a reboot we, that way we're not we're not tied down to the original continuity of having to work around dead jigsaw and his many many apprentices and all of these established characters from before like let's just do something new with this franchise like something really new take it back to its roots of like what james wan and lee winnell were were like what they were intending with with this story way back when they created the first saw and even with uh where the saw films had gone with the first uh with with the uh, the first sequels like saw two and three you know like let's go back to that um not to say that i don't like where the saw franchise went after saw three because honestly i really loved saw four and six especially um but i just think that this is a franchise that if they're going to keep it going like if the options are you know either keep the storyline going with more and more sequels and spinoffs or reboot it or just kill it entirely and never touch it again uh if that if that last option's off the table and they're just they're going to keep making these films i would just i would very much rather them start fresh you know reboot it let's you know take it back to uh the the franchise's roots and make a new franchise from there it's that's that's not a crazy idea in our current world of uh remakes and especially for horror franchises um especially successful ones like the saw franchise and uh it's been now 17 years no 18 years 18 years since um since saw had first uh been created or technically i think 19 because uh james and lee had done a short film uh before they'd made the uh the original one which was in 2003 so um you know i think uh i think sounds crazy to think like oh t almost 20 years have passed it's time for a reboot you know it sounds crazy but that's the times we live in folks um but honestly i i think that would be my my go-to and uh again again i guess we'll see what um 
what uh, Kevin Groydert's cooking up for us with Saw 10. But uh, yeah, just figured I'd point it out there. Like this is like this is like the one time I'd wish that you know we just get a full on like reboot. You know, start completely fresh. And I guess Friday Thirteenth too. I mean, uh, I guess in this case they kind of had to, just given all the 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 uh, legal drama and all this time that's passed since the last movie we'd gotten. So, um, but yeah, so uh, just wanted to kind of clear that up before I wrapped everything up here. Uh, yeah, so uh, very very exciting times ahead for. Uh, for horror lovers um and I'll, I'll go more into detail with some other horror movies and franchises that i really love um because there there have been some good ones over the years not as many as i would like um I, I do feel like my personal taste in horror films uh has been let down over the years uh just there's been a lot of stuff that's been put out and not a lot has really um you know captured my attention the way that some of these older movies have but i digress um so I, I want to give you guys a heads up. I will be going on vacation uh, next week. So I seriously doubt there will be an episode out. Uh, you know, no, I'm just going to call it now. Unless there's some like really, really crazy breaking news or something uh, that's going on next week. Um, there will not be a podcast episode for next week. But um, when I come back, I'll have something exciting for you guys. Um, so yeah, expect a podcast, a new podcast episode two weeks from now, uh, but no episode next week. But um, again, thank you all for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this this episode. And uh, if you haven't already, please check out the um, the previous episodes. And uh, yeah, check out the Instagram. Uh, like I said, I'll have the link in the description box so uh, you guys can check it out. But um, yeah, until next time, folks. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>